We get a lot of questions about titles for vehicles that don't have a VIN number or that have a serial number that's missing. Sometimes it's altered, especially on older vehicles where the serial number for the vehicle was actually attached to the engine, not to the frame or to the firewall. In those cases, if the serial number is missing or there's some error, what do you do about it? We've even had conversations with clients where on some vehicles, the serial number was attached to the firewall and to the fender, and they're two different numbers. So we're going to talk about vehicle identification numbers or VINs, sometimes called a VIN number, although VIN number is really redundant because the N in VIN stands for number, but people say VIN number all the time. It's very important to understand what goes into a VIN number because you may do something accidentally that could be a federal felony, and we'll take a look at some of those rules. There was actually a very famous classic custom car builder in California who remain unnamed, but you can read news stories about it, who was taking vehicles apart, putting them back together, and as part of that was cutting out the VIN plate from the vehicle. Sometimes it was on the firewall, especially on cars from the 50s and 60s had a VIN plate on the firewall. And, and this person would just cut out that little box and save it and then put it back on later. Well, technically, that was a crime. That was a federal crime. And because of some other things that happened with this vehicle restoration business, the federal government, Department of Justice, came in and arrested this person for VIN tampering. And we'll talk about that momentarily. So if you have a vehicle, if there's any question about a vehicle identification number or VIN number, you want to make sure you understand what the laws are, federal laws, and also your state laws, because there may also be requirements to abide by both of them. First of all, the VIN number is the legal identifier of a vehicle. If you have a vehicle with no VIN number, you don't have a vehicle. You can't even start the title process yet until you have an established VIN number or a serial number. If the car's older than, you know, 1970s, it might be called a serial number. So they don't give titles without VIN numbers. You have to have a specific identifier for that vehicle. Without a valid VIN, the car's nothing. It's not it's just a pile of parts. So if you have a vehicle where the VIN number is missing, some of these old you know, 1920s Fords, the VIN number was on the engine, and if the engine's out of it, you have no VIN number. Same thing with some Harley Davidsons. The VIN number is on the engine, and if the engine's missing, you have no VIN number. So you have to get a solid VIN number first before you can start trying to do title, registration, anything like that. Now it's important, extremely important, when you're dealing with VIN numbers that you don't just, well, I'll just make one out of, out of a piece of metal, or I'll cut one off another car and put it on my car. Here's why. Here's from the United States Department of Justice. You know, there's an old saying, you don't mess with any government agencies with three letters in their name. FBI, DEA, DOJ, IRS. This is one of them. And this is from their statutes, effective date, motor vehicle identification numbers. United States Code, Section 511.12, were enacted into law in 1984 about mandatory passenger car identification numbers. It, there's a standard became effective. And it says that vehicles, VIN requirement expanded to multi-passenger vehicles, buses, trailers, and it tells you what has to have a VIN number. Basically, anything that's a car on the road has to have a VIN from the U.S. Department of Transportation. In 1980, 
VIN characteristics were standardized, meaning that they had to have 17 digits and each letter meant something. The first digit means where it was manufactured. One means US. The second digit is the brand, like G is General Motors, F is Ford. So a Toyota would be maybe JT, Japan Toyota. So once you have a VIN number, you have to make sure that you're not messing around with them because falsification or removal of any VIN is a federal crime under US Code 511. That's all you need to know. If you falsify or remove a VIN from a vehicle, that's a federal crime. And a motor vehicle which have had their VIN falsified or removed are subject to seizure and forfeiture. Persons trafficking in motor vehicles with VIN numbers falsified or removed are subject to prosecution. It's real simple. This last paragraph tells you everything you need to know. So if you have a car or truck or whatever it is and it's in your garage and you're doing a full restoration on it and for whatever reason you take off that VIN plate because you want to maybe sandblast a firewall or you want to switch it to another vehicle. Technically, we're not attorneys, not giving you legal advice, but from what we see in the law and from what we've seen legal cases, people being prosecuted, you're violating the law according to what the DOJ says. Now, that does not mean that the minute you take off that VIN plate, the SWAT team's going to swoop in and pick you up. That's not how it works. But if for whatever reason there's some suspicion around that vehicle, maybe you're at a car show and there's an inspector walking around looking at cars. Maybe your car gets pulled over. You get impounded because your plates are expired. Maybe you get in an accident. Maybe there's some registration you file and the VIN number has some conflict on it. If they start looking at it and see that that VIN number has been moved around, changed around, you're subject to these laws. And you want to be aware of that because they take it pretty seriously. In fact, VIN plates on most cars, newer cars, have very special rivets, tamper-proof rivets that attach that metal plate to the car. And if they see that those rivets or screws are different, they're going to raise a red flag. Again, Law enforcement has many more important things to be worried about than the VIN number on your car. But if you're playing around with a car, you don't want to accidentally do something that makes it subject to seizure and forfeiture, right? You want to keep your car. So if you're going to do something different with the VIN, make sure you do it the right way. Every state has a legal process. If you do need to change the location of the VIN or do something with it, of how you go about doing that, you have to document it. What they're trying to avoid is you steal a car, you take off the old VIN plate and put a VIN plate on from a clean car. They're just trying to keep that from happening. And you might say, well, on an old car, what does it matter? Well, you tell me, right? If you find a Hemi Cuda that goes through Barrett-Jackson for $300,000 and you steal it and you scrape off the VIN plate and put one on from a junkyard car, now you have a free $200,000 car, right? So... Obviously, there's more to it than that. I get it. It wouldn't have the same provenance and the same model and the same, you know, VIN code. But the point is that they don't want you to be switching VINs because the VIN is the car. It has to be attached a certain way. So if you're working on a car and it's missing a VIN number, before you start swapping VINs around or going to a junkyard and buying one, be aware that technically that's not allowed. You might think it's allowed, but it's not. Now, there is a process for having a new serial number, VIN number, assigned if your car doesn't have one. And this works for kit cars, assembled vehicles, damaged vehicles. Even if you have a car that's 
one of these parts-only cars that comes out of Copart, you may be able to convert it to a kit car. And every state has a process for it. And we'll take a look at one briefly. You know, you go through this process for application for a signed vehicle identification number. This happens to be from Virginia. And you have to have a reason for the application. Let's zoom this, zoom this in a little bit. Specially constructed vehicle, reconstructed vehicle, replica vehicle. You need a VIN verification, homemade trailer. And you go through this process required to install the VIN plate only as in a matter of described. They're going to give you the VIN plate. You can't make your own VIN plate. You can't you know, go to a metal shop and stamp it out. Here's why that's important. If you go on Etsy or some of these websites, eBay right now, you will find people selling fake VIN number plates. Maybe they don't know that what they're doing is a felony. Maybe you don't know that buying ones is a problem. You don't want to find that out the hard way. So don't be buying fake VIN plates from the internet. The only VIN plate that's valid is one that comes from the factory or one that the government gives you. And they'll give you an assigned VIN plate with special rivets. See, it says right here, special rivets. Now, most states require that the government installs the VIN plate. Virginia allows you to do it if it's a trailer, okay? And you have to use this template and use their special rivets. Insert one special rivet into each hole. Hammer each rivet until the pin is even with the rivet head because they want to make sure you're not using this to improperly own a vehicle. And they also do this because of the federal law. Every state's a little different, but most of them require that either they install it or they look at it after you install it. And they're going to inspect the vehicle. So the takeaway is, if you're at all concerned about the legitimacy of the VIN number on your vehicle, do not pass go, do not collect $200, don't do anything until you have the actual VIN number verified. Make sure you're using the right one. If there's more than one on the vehicle, you want to know which one you should be using. If one of them is parts only or salvage, you want to use the one that's clean and have the government determine that for you. You might say, I don't want to deal with the government. Well, that's fine, but your vehicle is now at risk. Again, don't mess around with VIN numbers. The government takes it very seriously. You probably, if you switch it around, no one's going to know the minute you do it. But at some point down the road, there could be a problem. There are many, many people that are in jail right now because of VIN number tampering. And usually that problem wasn't the main thing that got them caught. Usually it started with something else. Maybe they had a vehicle that was had performance parts and it was jacked up or had a big blower sticking through the hood or had some type of exhaust system that was you know too loud and they get pulled over and then they start getting inspected they start looking at where's your vin number what's your registration and that it leads to a domino effect of a problem or maybe you get a moving violation and because of the fact that the police officer is suspicious of your vehicle because it looks different maybe it's a performance car they're going to start looking at it there are many news stories you find them online of motor vehicle inspectors going to car shows making sure first first of all vehicles are not illegally modified they're safe for the road they don't have racing slicks on the back they don't have illegal exhaust systems they don't have emission systems that are removed on years that are required and they're looking at VIN numbers because they know this is what people do so be aware of it do it the right way make sure your vehicle's bulletproof you're not going to get you're not going to be at risk of losing it and do that first and then start worrying about your title.